Attention shoppers, all new Dietz and Watson snacks are available in the deli section. There's Dietz nuts, meat nuts, protein-packed sausage bites, and Dietz chips, pickles you eat like chips. Fresh, crunchy, no added brine. And Dietz and Dats, cheese, meat, crackers, and a treat. Yo, I told you you can't be back here. But the door was unlocked. People need to know. Dietz and Watson, meat, cheese, snacks, since 1939. <gasps> Only one sale away from the Shopify 1000 Club. Is that a thing? Wow, Mom, have a cookie. I'll take one. <laughs> Dad. These are delicious. You need to sell them. Mm-hmm, you should. Mom. No, seriously, let's set you up on Shopify. It's easy. I always knew you would build your own business. Guys. Yum. Yum. When you're ready to bring your idea to life, build it on Shopify. Sign up for a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash offer 22. Shopify.com slash offer 22. Hey everybody, it's Dominic. I wanted just to take a moment to introduce you to the newest partner to the podcast, and that is StopboxUSA.com. StopboxUSA.com is a phenomenal site for you to go check out, especially if you own a firearm or you know someone who does. Uh, What is a StopBox? It's a portable, instant-access handgun retention device that does not use any batteries uh, or electronics or you don't have to fumble around with external keys. And and what it does is it helps you secure your firearm without sacrificing any accessibility when you need it most. And so if you have a firearm or maybe you know someone who does and it's getting to be Christmas time, go right now to StopboxUSA.com and check out the full line of firearm products. And make sure whenever you go to the checkout, put in the promo code GATHER, that's G-A-T-H-E-R, in the promo code spot to get an additional discount at StopboxUSA.com. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Triumphant Podcast. You're listening to the Triumphant Podcast. My name is Dominic Kendall, and uh, on today's episode, we are so excited to do a one-on-one uh, with David Sutton, the tenor for Triumphant Quartet. Um, and so, David, man, we're so gra- glad that you're here and, and excited to kind of get an in-depth look at, at you um, on this episode of the podcast. So, uh, David, let's go back to the very beginning. Do you remember how you were born? You remember that? No. I can't go back quite that far, but I can tell you where I'm from. Okay, we'll do that. We'll start. Right. I was born and raised over in a little town called Goldsboro. It's over in the eastern part of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I lived in Goldsboro pretty much all my life up until 1994. Yeah, uh, that's when I moved to the Smoky Mountains. And so you grew up. You grew up in uh, Goldsboro. Now, going to school, were you an athlete? Were you a mathlete? Chess club, marbles? What was it? I wish I could say I was, but I was what they, what was known as the band geek. Mm. Played in the marching band. Played the drum, the snare drum in the marching band, and I sang in the high school. Actually, junior high all the way through high school, I was in the um, in the course. So okay. that's kind of where I got some of my beginning stages of singing okay so so you're a drummer yeah i'm a drummer that's actually how i got involved in gospel music okay we'll we'll cover that we'll cover that um because that's really good i completely forgot you're a drummer um so you grow up in goldsboro um you grow up in church Mm -hmm. uh, there in goldsboro so tell us about uh 
maybe your testimony a little bit about how you gave your life to Jesus. When did you give your life to Jesus? All that. Well, very fortunate and blessed that uh, me and my brother, I've got a brother named Alan. He's four years older than me. Uh, me and Alan were very blessed to come from a Christian home. Uh, we, my mom and dad both are Christians. Uh, a lot of people don't know this about me. I was, I was raised in a Quaker church. Really? A Quaker church, which is actually the Friends denomination. Quaker is actually kind of a nickname for the Friends denomination. Okay. And my mom and dad still attend a Quaker church. Uh, one of the sweetest places that I've ever been a part of in my life. Um, my mom and dad always had me and my brother in church. I mean, man, if there was a church function... Just like a lot of other people, yeah. we were there. Yeah. Sunday mornings came, mom was coming down the hallway, get up, it's time to go to church. Yeah. You know what we did? We got up, we went to church. Yeah. Very thankful um, for those early childhood memories. Um, I received Christ uh, in my life when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that may be the magical number. I hear a lot of people say yeah. 13 years old. Yeah. Uh, but that's when I received Christ. Um Our church every year would have what they called a lay witness weekend. Mm -hmm. And basically what that was, we would bring people in from other churches that would basically take over our service. Um, You know, another church would come in or two or three churches together would come in and they would bring a pastor. Uh, They would bring a worship pastor. They would bring a youth pastor. And um, uh, that particular year, man, it was... um, it was just a different year for me. I guess I was at a stage in my life uh, that I was searching, uh, that I needed something extra in my life. I was already playing gospel music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this particular week, we'd spent all week together, you know, having different things at the church, uh, the youth, you know, all week long. The youth were meeting. We played softball, yeah. you know. You know, the big cookouts, you know, you know, you know the thing you do. So that had happened all week. Well, the last day of the Lay Witness weekend uh, was our Sunday morning service. And uh, I wish so bad that I could remember um, everything that was talked about from the message that day, the music that was sung that day. Um, I was sitting about middle way back, and it came down to the invitation time. Um, And I remember... I remember that morning um, feeling something in my life, in my heart, that maybe I'd never felt before. Yeah. And so I moved that morning. I went down to the front, and, of course, my mom and dad, my dad was the choir, choir leader, and so the choir was still up there that Sunday. And my mom saw me come down. I knelt there at the altar, and, <clears throat> and my mom came down and uh, met me there. And I think she knew. I think she knew something was going on with me, and yeah. she talked to me a little bit. And, and basically, I think, tried to explain maybe what was going on. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> that's when I prayed, you know, of course, uh, prayed with my mom. Yeah. And that's when I tell people to this day, that's when I surrender my life to Christ. Yeah. And uh, it was a wonderful day, wonderful experience. A sweet and, moment. Um, been serving him pretty much ever since. Yeah. And so, um, man, I didn't know, know that about the Quaker church. I yeah, love that. I love a lot, that a lot of people don't know that about me. That's correct. That I was That's actually cool. born and raised in a Quaker church. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. 
To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. Straight Talk Wireless knows there are plenty of reasons you might need a new phone. But switching to a better wireless provider doesn't have to be one of them. Keep your own phone and save when you switch to any Straight Talk Wireless plan, like our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot, plus nationwide 5G and America's best networks. Keep your own phone. Switch to a better wireless plan. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart and Walmart.com. Requires a compatible online phone and QIOP kit. 5G capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. That's awesome. Um, and they gave you life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, how old are you now? I am 49. I mean, so you're looking at 30 years, you know, 30 yeah. plus years ago, yeah. you've been walking with Jesus and not only are you walking with Jesus, you, you said that you had played, you'd played drums and that's how you kind of got, I know you shared in previous podcasts about yeah. your dad and his influence, yeah. but, yeah. but your first introduction in actually being a part of gospel music isn't singing. It's with the drums. Actually playing the drums for, um, I started with, I, tell you what happened my dad um used to play in a band i think i shared this in an earlier podcast before he got saved and some friends of theirs had when i was 10 years old had come to him and my aunt and a couple other people they were having like a some kind of little get together and they said hey will you guys put a little band together and just do some music for us this was after my dad was already singing in a quartet singing gospel music my dad said yeah we'll put we'll put something together we'll we'll sing certain songs you know and the guy that always played drums for them he uh, back in the earlier years. He he actually came and played, you know, at that little get together that night, yeah. and I was there, and I was sitting on the front row, and the guy playing drums. He he noticed all night that I was just sitting there, pretty much mes- mesmerized, you know, yeah. by by the drums. So he come to my dad that night. They started tearing all the equipment down, and he looked at my dad and said, "Denny, I want your boy David out there. I want him to take these drums home with him." Oh, wow. My dad said, really? He said, yep, I just saw it in him tonight. I could tell that he's got a drummer in him. And so I, I took the drums home, and I set them up my, my, there in the living room at our house, and I put earphones on, <clears throat> and, of course, I would put my dad's quartet. At the time, he was with a group called the Watchman Quartet. I'd put those cassette tapes in, and, man, I would just – bang those drums and your family loved that. well my dad yeah i'm sure especially my brother he probably hated life yeah <laughs> but honestly my my dad of course my dad had been in music all his life and i think my dad saw really very quickly that that there was a gift there and i had i was 10 years old you oh, know wow. and i had really pretty much got to where i was playing all their songs pretty comfortably and at that time, my dad's group, they had a keyboard player, and they had a bass player, and a rhythm guitar player, and they practiced every Thursday night. Yeah. They would get together to practice, and he went to practice one night and said, guys, I, I really wish y'all let me bring David in one night, just just here's what, hear what he's doing. So he come to me and said, hey, would you like to do this? Of course, you know, 10 years old, what am I going to say? Absolutely. I want to go sit in with a live band and play. So I did that, and pretty much the rest is history. I played from the year I, from I was ten years old till I graduated high school till I was eighteen. And, wow! Uh, so yeah, I did that every weekend with my dad's quartet, the Watchman Quartet. And so you play drums, but at what point do you find out that you can actually sing too? Like when? How does? Because you're playing drums, but when do you go? Hey, you know what? I'm not too bad at this. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't remember the exact age, but. 
during that same time at our practice sessions on Thursday night, we had a guy that sang bass. His name was Wayne McIntosh. And um, the guys, you know, we, we'd always take a little break halfway through where everybody had walked outside except for me and Wayne and the piano player. Well, you know the old song, He Loves Me. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, uh, he loves me, he loves me. Um, they had walked out where well, they started playing that, and I started singing it. No, I'm sorry, not he loves, he is Lord. He is Lord, he is Lord. So that's the song. I don't know where my brain went just then, but okay. it's actually that song. Yeah. And uh, I, I started singing it with the, the, the quartet guys that were standing outside the, the trio part. Mm-hmm. They walked in and heard me singing. Well, the next weekend, we go out. We're singing at a church, and the guy, James, our MC, he said, you know what, folks, we've got a special treat for you tonight. He doesn't know I'm going to do this, but I want our drummer to come up here right now. We heard him the other night in the practice house singing a song. He is Lord, so we want David to come up here and sing this song. I was scared to death. I bet it mortified you. But I got through the song. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was your first time? Uh, probably, I'm going to guess, 11, 12 years old. 12 years old? I, I'm guessing that was probably about that. I mean, that's crazy. That's great. And so you get that call. I, I could not imagine. I could not imagine. Yeah. You're sitting there just behind the drums, you know, just kind of banging along. And then all of a sudden, hey, you want to come over here and sing something? That's what happened. I mean, that's and what now happened. that's what you've been doing mm-hmm. for uh, for nearly, you know, 40 years. Yeah. And so um, so you, you sing and and. This has been your career. This has been your job. This has been uh, what you've done your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. But was there ever anything that you dreamt of being other than a singer? Or if if maybe it's always just been a singer, if you weren't a singer, is there anything you go, man, if I wasn't that, I would really like to be like a like an electrician or a plumber? <laughs> or, or Man, that's probably one of the number one questions we get asked. And yeah. I never really know how to answer it. I tell people all the time, if I could do what I really wanted to do, I would be a professional fisherman. I love to bass fish. Really? And I don't get to do it as much now because yeah. of our travel schedule. But I've always, uh, I don't know, back then, I, 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 and I really didn't start fishing until I moved to East Tennessee. Yeah. yeah but growing up as a kid, I didn't do a lot of it. But I know that's not going to happen in all reality. But I guess... Over the years, I've questioned that myself. If I lost my voice tomorrow, what would I do? I never went to college. I'll be upfront, honest about that. I had plans to go to college out of high school. I had already gone and taken my placement test out of college there close to our home. And when I got the call um, from a local group there in our hometown, the Anchorman, they were actually a full-time traveling group, to sing tenor, I jumped on that bandwagon yeah. and put college behind me. So I don't really, I don't have that college degree. I've had a couple of opportunities uh, in the past to be a worship pastor. Um, oh, wow. There was one time yeah. I really considered it. Um, I, I really was dealing with the fact, is this where the Lord's leading me? Yeah. Uh, but the door never, uh, that door never felt really clearly open to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm still singing, yeah. you know, with a quartet today and, and love it. But uh, I, I don't know, you know, um, I have told my wife before, I think um, my father-in-law sold insurance. Yeah. And um, uh, for several years, he sold church fire insurance. And actually, I had the opportunity one time, the guy he worked for was really wanting me to do that, along yeah. with what I'm already doing. Because yeah. he, he knew that I knew a lot of pastors, 
and knew I knew how to talk to pastors, had been around a lot of deacon boards, and knew how to, you know, handle situations there. And looking back on it, I really wish I would have gone that direction and picked up that skill because that's something I could do along, you know, with what I'm doing today. And with that said, I've always thought I would enjoy that kind of work, you know, even in my own life, you know, car insurance, home insurance, you know, just sitting down with these guys. I I have really thought before, man, I I think I could have done that. I think I would have enjoyed that. So that's something that people don't know about me, that there has been a little bit of that in me that I think um, that I could have gone that direction. Now being almost 50 years old, uh, boy, I'd have to really work hard because I'm not a books guy. Yeah. I'm not a school guy. Yeah. And I know I'd have to go through all of that to get to that point. Yeah. Well, I know you said maybe a professional fisherman. I mean, I mean, you can still pursue that. You know, It's not like if you said, hey, I wanted to be a professional football player or I want to – you could still just say, hey, Shay, I need to go – Really work on this craft. I need to go sit on the lake all day. I don't know if she'd accept probably it. Not. Probably not. I will say this about professional fishermen. They're probably gone from home as much or maybe even more than we are. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that about professional fishermen, but they're gone quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, but what a what a great gig, though. What a great I mean, job. I mean, I mean, you have a great job. You get to travel yeah. and sing and tell people about Jesus, but. You could sing from fishing. There's boat, no too. strain on the voice, though, no. whatsoever. No, unless you catch just a giant fish. And you <laughs> yeah, think it's you great. scream really loud. Yeah. And so, um, so you so you mentioned fishing, but off stage and, and when you're home, what are some other uh, interests, hobbies that, that maybe you that you like to do? Well, my hobbies a few years ago, uh, back when my oldest daughter was in you know middle school and and even high school, and even my youngest daughter, my oldest daughter used to play softball. And man, yeah. I used to love when I was home going to the softball games. Yeah. And even my youngest daughter, she has played lacrosse. She's played volleyball. So I enjoy that time because mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of time, you know, you know, with my kids, especially yeah. now that Mallory's grown and gone and out of the house. But out, of course, Abby's still here. Yeah. So I've enjoyed those times when I am off the road to be able to, you know, see my girls play sports and, you know, show up at church, see them sing. Uh, I love that. Um, Other hobbies that I have, um, uh, me and my family, we have a a little camper out on Douglas Lake. I've always been a lake guy. Uh, Growing up, my dad got a week off in June. He got a week off in August, and he got a week, two weeks off at Christmas time. And so he he got those four weeks off every year. So we automatically knew the week in June – and the week in August, we knew we were going to go camping at the lake. I have camped anywhere from a pop-up tent to one of the little camper shell things you see on the back of a truck, yeah. uh, to pop-up campers, to travel trailers. And so that's all I ever knew growing up. That was our vacation. We didn't go to Disney World. We didn't go to the beach. Um, we went to the lake and camped for at least five to six days. So when I moved here and... You know, got married, had my two kids. One of my dreams was was to be able to have a place out at the lake. And God blessed us a few years ago that a spot opened up that we were able to put a camper on. And uh, so we absolutely love going out to the lake, uh, spending time with our families. Uh, you know, a lot of times all the triumphant guys will come out with yeah. their families, love having cookouts out there. 
Uh, I've always loved boating. I've always loved water skiing. And, uh, of course, that's getting a little tougher the older I get. But uh, that's that's where I spend a lot of my time as far as a hobby when yeah. I'm home is spending time at the lake. Yeah, that's great. Um, our staff's gone out there from Connect Church. We, yep, we love it. We love it. Um, and so, you know, one of the things, too, is that people get to see and they get to, uh, you know, thankfully, things like this podcast are helpful. Um, but what is something interesting that just nobody would know? Like just something super interesting that just the person who comes to your concert that even follows you guys just just wouldn't know. Okay, I'm going to have to go back a few years. I wish I could say I still do it at almost 50 years old. But a lot of people don't know about my barefooting. Your what? I can actually barefoot ski. Like on, Where in you the water? actually don't have a ski. You don't have anything under. You're actually skiing on your feet. You're, that, you're looking very puzzled. I mean, does that hurt? Yes, especially when you fall. That's why I don't do it today. <laughs> no, I did it a few years ago for the last time. And the reason it was the last time is because I took so much water up in my head when I fell. Yeah. I couldn't sing for like two weeks. It oh, was really? all I could do to sing. But no, a lot of people don't know. I, again, I told you I love boating. I love, yeah. uh, love water skiing. I started water skiing probably when I was six years old. Wow. And uh, so as I got a little older, me and my brother and my cousins, we finally started getting more brave, and we learned how to barefoot. Yeah. And um, so that, that's something a little bit interesting that people don't know about me. Okay, I'm going to give you one other little insight okay. here that – this one's going to blow your mind. This is crazy. People don't know this about me. But when I was born, they called me the duck man. Because when I was born, two of my fingers on my left hand webbed together. were webbed together. And now, and you love the water? There is hardly anybody out there that knows that except for my family. Of course, all the guys know it. And now millions of people <laughs> listening. So I, I can't mean, believe I just shared I mean, that. so you had webbed hands and... I did. And you love water. I mean, do you think that's... Sounds like a duck. I mean, I mean, I hope. I hope. I'm if just, you're listening to this podcast, please go up to David. Call David the duck or something like that. The duck man. Hey, I'm just very thankful for really good doctors. I mean, yeah. Because at a very, very, very early age, they were able to go in and fix that little problem. Yeah. And uh, very thankful but for But they that. couldn't stop the whole swimming thing. That was, that was, <laughs> I mean, but I think that's really good. I think that's really cool. We've learned some really interesting things. Um, uh, one, that you want to be, uh, that you that you love the lake. And love that you love, love being it. on the water. And, uh, I mean, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, I would encourage you to ask David to barefoot or whatever it's called uh, next time you see him and ask for videos. No. And I think you should encourage him to do that. I need, I need to try to find some old video footage. I think you should show it. At every, it should be part of a music video. That would be good triumphant website stuff. Oh, Yes. Or and triumph at Facebook stuff. Yes, and put it on there. I, I, people <laughs> would just eat that up. And so that's been good. I think it's been uh, it's been good to talk and kind of get uh, to know you a little bit more. And uh, I hope that if you're listening to this, that this has been interest, interesting to you because you get to hear a little bit about the story, um, not just the uh, story of a man, but a man who um, sings these songs. And you get to see, you get to see uh, his life and kind of what brought him to this place. And so uh, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this. We encourage you, um, share this, subscribe, like, rate, all the things that we ask you to do to help get this podcast and all the little podcast algorithms to the very top of the list. And so make sure you share this and be on the lookout. We're going to have more one-on-ones with the guys. You're going to get to hear more behind-the-scenes information just like this. So like always, thanks so much for listening to the Triumphant Podcast.